Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Join us tonight for what should be a rousing recap of a rousing episode of Raw. Unless the episode of Raw tonight is crap, and then our uh, recap is going to be chock full of two I mean, there's, there's only one thing on the, the Raw preview, so who knows? What's on the let's just do raw preview now, Larson. What's on the All raw right, preview? Here I'll scroll down. It's, yeah, it's what a is sentence. It? What will be the fallout following the Royal Rumble? Oh my god, that oh, they oh, woo. <laughs> what a rip! Yeah, they're probably still writing that one. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see what happens on raw tonight whenever they figure out what's going to happen on raw tonight. They'll probably be writing it during the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out number one to everybody who joined us last night. For- oh, man. The, so much uh, fun. The Royal Rumble. It was a blast. The Royal Rumble's always like, in terms of WWE shows, probably the, the one we look forward to the most. Oh, yeah. The most oh, fun. Yeah. It's for people who have low attention spans. Um, but I wanted to give a shout out also to our new patrons because we picked up a couple new patrons. Yes. So I wanted to say hello to them uh, Keith Heisler and Casual Fox. And then also earlier uh, in the week, Zachary Olson. Uh, Kyle Conlon and Steven Randall and most of them because they're at the $5 or more a month tier on Patreon they have access to Friendo Club TV which is our bonus our slate of bonus content we drop four of those every single week three of them are live so you get to hang out with us a little bit longer uh, during the week so that's fun we do some gaming stuff we uh, Mm -hmm. talk non-wrestling stuff and uh, uh, we talk also some wrestling stuff. Yeah, power rank. Power rank. So with that being said, let's hop right into it. Larson, what's in the news? So, you know, over the last couple weeks or so, we've seen several reports about John Cena, maybe, potentially John, making an appearance at WrestleMania 37. However, John Cena commented on his media status in a recent interview with Sports Illustrated. And John said there was, quote, no mathematical way he could make it to this year's showcase, the Immortals. Here's uh, his, his explanation. Quote, currently, I'm in Vancouver shooting Peacemaker, the series for HBO Max. Given the quarantine regulations, if I were to leave Canada upon return, I would have to quarantine for another two weeks. Essentially, that would shut down production, strictly based on the letter of the law right now. There is no logistical way I could be there. We film now until July. What a hypocritical situation. I used to be very open about the fact that part-timers were just that. And here I am, 44 years old. I've become what I despise, as they say. This is kind of what it is. <laughs> what a hypocritical situation. Man. He probably said that with a smile on his face, though. Probably, yeah. It was He's just a written interview. There's no video, but I can see him kind of saying that in a self, self-deprecating fashion. No kidding. Hey, um, quick quick shout-out to Dreezy Live. Just gifted 20 subs in our Twitch wow. chat. Man. We'll, we'll, we'll read off those uh, after the show. Yeah, thank you uh, so much. We'll, we'll get back to that. Thank you so much, Reezy. We really appreciate it. So, I mean, I guess by the letter of the law, he's correct. You know, assuming there's no uh, scheduled break in production between mm-hmm. now and July, which mm-hmm. could be a possibility. I don't know mm-hmm. their production schedule. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I mean, if if he's in Canada between now and in July at some point, uh, it's 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 pretty difficult for him to to leave for uh, basically a month. Yeah, assuming assuming he have to come here, he have to quarantine here for a while, do yep. mania, go yeah. back to Canada, quarantine for two weeks. Yeah, all that sounds right. That's how it's been going there. So um, yeah, so no, so you know what? I'm fine with Cena staying away from WWE. Uh, given how you know the the match, uh, the way the the Firefly Funhouse match turned out, you know mm-hmm. he he was disappeared out of existence. He's been erased yeah. from from uh, from WWE. Um, you can still find him on the network. He hasn't been Chris Benoit, but no. uh, but yeah, no, I thought that was a fitting end. I thought that was a great end to his to his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look, he's gonna come back at some point. That's gonna happen. He'll make I, some pithy response. He'll he'll make some pithy uh, yeah, uh, reference know. to the Firefly Funhouse. I, know. I really hope they'd, they'd find like a really interesting kayfabe way to bring it back, rather than just him making some pithy comment about it on his first promo uh, back. You know, uh, from his hiatus. Have Bray summon him back. I mean, give Cena that little bit of supernatural rub. Have have Bray. You know, you it, it has to be necessary for him to summon Here's what John it is. Cena. This is what it is. This is what you could do. So. Uh, uh, if Bray and Randy have a Firefly Funhouse match at Mania, I mean, this is all fantasy booking. Have Bray summon John Cena, mm-hmm. Randy's greatest nemesis and his yeah. career's greatest rival, yeah. to fight against Randy. That's I mean, great. John's not going to be there. John at John. Mania, so it's, it's pointless to fantasy book, but that's how you could do it. Well, no, do listen. Again, this is fantasy book, and that's actually, the thing is, that's actually entirely possible because it's a, it'd be a Firefly Funhouse type oh. thing, so you could just green screen him. He's in Canada. Exactly he's say. on a set. I was gonna you say, green you screen do, him. You could do like a karate man thing. Like <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what you do. You do a karate man thing. You hire the guy from Impact who so expertly yeah. edited that yeah. to, to edit that, to edit the, yeah. the new Firefly Funhouse, and boom, you're in business. Yeah, they could totally do that given the nature of that. Will they? Probably not. But uh, but no, it'd be a great way. They don't care. I want them to care about bringing people in and out of existence in kayfabe at least. Yes. Man. Come on. Yes. Uh, but while we not while we might not be seeing Cena at Mania, WrestleVotes is reporting that the rest of the WWE locker room is looking forward to this year's WrestleMania after last night's Rumble, saying this quote: "Source said the vibe of last night was the most upbeat locker room he's seen in a long while. Uh, this time of year usually does that, but also." went on to say that the road to WrestleMania has real meaning this year, serving as a small light at the end of a dark tunnel. Fans being back, you know, the return to normalcy, maybe, you know, doing shows in different venues instead of just Thunderdome. Yeah, I would think that would, that you know, based on how the show went last night, the prospect of, of, of getting to wrestle in front of limited number of fans, even at Mania, uh, that all has to boost morale, I would think. Uh, we got 20 more gifted subs from Destructoid. Oh, wow. whoa. Thank, Thank you, you so Destructoid. Much. That's so nice. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Wow. Wow, man. You guys are great. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much. So, yeah, I, you know, the, as, as Russell Votes mentioned, it seems like this time of year, regardless, lift spirits because you're heading to the, the you know, the most important uh, show of the year. Um, I would think there might, I would hope there'd be a sense of creative vitality backstage trying to get out there and put forth the best mania possible. Mm-hmm. Whether that actually comes across, whether it actually happens, who knows, but you'd like to hope, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, it'd be fun to be a part of that. I can see why that'd be fun. Uh, Fightful Select has all sorts, and I'm just going to talk about this one thing, but they have a bunch of Royal Rumble backstage sort mm-hmm. of news and notes, just little things that are interesting. Um, and so we definitely recommend you subscribe oh, yeah, at fightfulselect.com. Yeah, they're terrific. Subscribe. You get all these uh, email in email form. They just you, know, you read all this great backstage stuff, and you can trust them. Um, however, this was of interest, especially given that morale has been as high as, as ever following the Rumble. Fightful Select says, we're told Vince McMahon was not seen at the venue on Sunday, the Royal Rumble, that is, uh, and has been missing several shows as of late. McMahon has been dealing with the passing of his brother Rodney. Um but yeah, Vince apparently was not uh, was not at the Rumble. I mean, that doesn't mean he didn't like you know help put it together. Oh, yeah, and I'm et cetera, sure he, et was, he was he was involved. In some I'm sure he probably yeah. decided who won all the Rumbles and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, kind of interesting that you know I mean this is the you know we've heard before that Vince has been out from several shows and stuff, but mm-hmm. this is sort of the biggest show that I can think of recently that he yeah. was missing from. Yeah, 
Royal Rumble's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's a pretty um, massive deal. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, he lost his brother recently. You know, that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's Vince also. He's like a workaholic. So Yeah, I know. So, yeah, we'll see how that affects things going forward. Yeah. Uh, speaking of someone who uh, likes to work a lot, John Moxley. John. Uh, John. A few okay. years, no, that's a few years ago. A few that. years that's ago, John uh, wrestled more matches than anybody in WWE. Uh, apparently, he's got another match coming up in New Japan Pro Wrestling because he made his shocking return to the promotion on Friday's edition of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Strong. 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 Uh, to confront U.S. title challenger Kenta, hey. and shortly thereafter is announced their long-awaited title bout will take place, new beginning, in the USA, February 26th. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. What's your early prediction on that one? Kenta's, oh, Kenta's got to get that. Th- Kenta's got to get that thing, right? It's interesting. They're doing that. They're having that show, you know, like about a week prior to. Uh, revolution right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. um it'd be interesting to see if mox does drop the title now it, if there's no reference on aew about any of this mox the fan of the title um then it kind of happens outside of their continuity so they probably don't care if he loses you know just yeah. the impression because they'll probably have a title match against kenny at revolution that's my guess mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. uh so you know if he goes to strong loses a title if they don't mention it during the buildup. All right, doesn't happen under our creative umbrella. Not a huge deal. Yeah. Um, if he loses clean, but you know, you see this and it always uh, raises the prospect. Oh, maybe maybe Kento will show up on uh, on Dynamite to to help promote that match. You know, because there's yeah, there's all, been a lot of chatter. Yeah. My understanding is like everybody under AEW contract, like in, in North America or at least United States. You're exclusive to AEW. You're not allowed to be on any uh, uh, televised wrestling show in the states. That's not AEW. Now I'm sure you know Mox seemingly, obviously got a waiver from Tony Khan mm-hmm. um, for this match. So I don't know if it, it, part of that is maybe some cross promotional stuff. That's probably wishful thinking on my part, but uh, it'd be pretty cool. I'm not expecting it. But it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean Tony Khan seems to have no problem sort of playing. You know, uh, yeah. giving people waivers for certain yeah, he things. Gets it. So he totally it's, gets it. It's always like, it, you know, with their contract situation, it's not like WWE. You know, it's like he has a certain limit that he won't cross. It. You know, I mean, he had made reference to limiting because I think it was the COVID situation limiting some wrestlers from doing some indie shows because mm-hmm. there were some COVID scares. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, you know, yeah, for big stuff like this, and especially to keep his huge names happy, you know, mm-hmm. it's not shocking to see like this. We're in a different situation right now. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want to, if you know, if you want to kind of extend an olive branch, if you will, to New Japan about potentially working together at some point, this is another way to do it. And there's been so much chatter, like Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, both, you know, talking it up on Twitter. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, Tomatonga has been endlessly mm-hmm. talking about this stuff. Like, I mean, just the new being the elite. The, the Young Bucks were talking crap about Bullet Club 2021, so. Oh wow, yeah. Um, so yeah, it it feels like it would not it would not shock me if if we got some sort of some mm-hmm. sort of cross promotional stuff in uh, in 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 this year this year alone. Uh, speaking of New Japan, New Beginning Night One. Uh, it was New Beginning in Nagoya. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought that is a fun show. I thought it had two absolutely terrific matches: uh, uh, Tanahashi versus Takagi. And uh, Osprey versus Kojima, mm-hmm. and They're then both really uh, fun. a bunch of goofiness too. Yeah, that uh, opening tag match was pretty silly. Okada is, is just having fun at this juncture. He is like strictly vacate. Like this is even more vacation Okada than vacation Okada was. Like I, if it, it's like I swear, it feels like it would not be out of the realm of possibility for him to challenge for the King of Pro Wrestling provisional mm-hmm. uh, t- uh, title. Oh, imagine uh, 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 reviving his feud against Tadahashi for the never open weight championship. <laughs> Who'd have thought that years ago, you know? Yeah, no, I know, I know. And it does, it, you know, with all the chatter about Ibushi wanting to uh, uh, combine the Intercontinental and the heavyweight titles into one mm-hmm. title, uh, it make it this made. I mean, Takagi is great. I mean, he's yeah. you know he's, he's fantastic. He's a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah, he is. But it's clear that that's probably going to happen by putting that tie the the never title on on Tanahashi, who's a big big name. Um, so yeah, you can see those things kind of lining up. You know, bringing the U.S. title back into the you know 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kent is going to have that probably. Probably. Um, they'll probably elevate that. It'll be um, interesting to see with the U.S. title if they use that primarily as top title for uh, the US strong promotion. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever they end up doing, you know, their their U.S. promotion post-pandemic or if it'll, it'll you know, travel between here in the States and, and New Japan uh, in Japan for their major shows. Who knows? That could be. That sounds like that sounds like a likely scenario. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. I got to start checking out Strike. I mean, I, I meant to, to check out Strong. That was one thing I didn't watch. I watched a bunch of. Uh, we talked about this a bit on the stream, but a bunch of the GCW Fight Forever mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, they just looked like they were having a, a blast out there in that little tiny venue. It was a really small place. I didn't see. I saw a couple clips on Twitter, and it looked like an itty bitty little place. Yeah, there's. It's, it was the most random. I mean, it's 24 hours straight of wrestling. I mean, it was a really great. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. And you know, it didn't it, it, there. A couple of roadblocks here and there, a couple of bumps in the road, maybe hiccups. But uh, beyond that, it was it was just a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. barely scratched. I watched like maybe two hours total of the twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I got to see some new wrestlers that I'd never heard of before. Uh, it was pretty cool stuff. But yeah, no, I also watched on uh, on Saturday. I watched a uh, new beginning. Uh, in I, watched I know you watched this morning. This morning, yeah. I mean, the cool dude. I love these two and a half hour shows. Oh yeah, it's two hour, two hours and twenty four minutes. You know, I mean that's great. I mean, New Japan typically with their shows, anyways, they have like, you know, what a couple of couple of headliner matches, and the rest are like mm-hmm. these massive tag matches, sort mm-hmm. of set up other stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, we can just uh, we can go through some of this stuff if you want. Yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, sure thing. So the first bout was Yujiro Takahashi and Evil mm-hmm. taking on. Of course, they were they were joined by the spoiler, Dick Togo. Oh man, the spoiler uh, taking on uh, Kazuchika Okada, Yano. Uh, fun match. Yano doing his typical Yano stuff. At one point, Okada was playing air drums in the middle of the match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they Yano. were playing drums on Dick Togo's back. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> At one point. That was hilarious. Uh, Yano rolls up Takahashi, Tokyo Pimp, after a low blow to get the mm-hmm. W for Team I, Chaos. I appreciate that they're tr- they're setting up a feud between Okada and Evil. Mm-hmm. And like right now, Okada is basically just doing comedy stuff, mm-hmm. and Evil still trying to be evil and like you know, oh, menacing guy. <laughs> it kind of just doesn't fit, but whatever. No, no, no. Uh, after that, uh, Lij taking on so Sonata Bushi, uh, Hiroshi Takahashi, Tetsuya Naito taking on the team of Kota Bushi, Master Wado, Sho, and Hanma. Of course, uh, Sonata Bushi uh, later on in the month have a, a, a title match, as mm-hmm. do Takahashi and Sho. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, Sho picks up the win for his team, pinning Bushi after a shock arrow. Mm-hmm. After that, we had the goofiest match of the night. This was just silly. Great Okan versus uh, Tenzin. And uh, it was like literally 80% just Mongolian chops. Uh-huh. Which I mean that was that was a stipulation that if whoever lost couldn't do that move ever again. Yeah. So I guess if you're gonna have to if you're banned from doing it the rest of your career, get them in while you can. You get know, them, get them all out of your system. Yeah, exactly. Get them all out of your system. There must have been 200 Mongolian chops in this match. Now the crappy thing is, Great Okan is probably gonna incorporate that like you know a lot more into his arsenal. Yeah, he has to. Now. <laughs> He was doing it before, but now he has to do them twice as often. Exactly. Uh, of course, he won with his with his awesome uh, claw to the face and his face dominator. That's my favorite move, man. Oh, the, the mind meld, essentially. The mind meld dominator, exactly. Remember. Remember. Uh, after that, we had probably the match of the night. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Satoshi Kojima. Man, I don't know. Kojima's like, what, 50-plus years old? I think it's 50. Exactly 50. Okay, he's 50 years old? I think so. Man. And it was a no-DQ match, which obviously they don't do a whole lot of in Japan. Mm-mm. Or in New Japan, anyways. Uh, but, man, yeah, you have it here, one of your notes here. Holy shit, that lariat spot through the ladder. That was crazy. Uh, Kojima follows the brain buster on a pile of chairs, gets to two. I, I literally, there were multiple moments in this match, and it was just Osprey bumping like crazy, trying to make Kojima look like he's 29 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And so I pause it, and, you know, like I said, Lacey was there watching with me, and I just rewind him like, hey, look at this. And it was that spot. It was the it was the uh, the uh, not the, the ladder spot. It was the ladder spot. And then wasn't there like ah, I forget? I'll have to go through your. Oh, well, there was that spot where right. Osprey powerbomb Kojima. Th- I didn't take a whole lot of notes. Uh, Osprey powerbomb Kojima through the table set up in the corner. That table just basically exploded. Yeah, 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 yeah. It might have been that one too. 
Oh, it was the it was the uh, it was the, the 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 bit where Osprey went through those chairs. Mm-hmm. Like they were mm-hmm. all set up. Mm-hmm. Like he was about to do something to Kojima, and then Kojima countered and put him through those chairs. It was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finish saw Osprey uh, kick Kojima's arm during a couple lariats. Goes for a springboard. Kojima hits him with the lariat midair. Uh, Will responds by throwing a chair at Kojima, hitting him with a hidden blade. Uh, into the chair and then another one, a nasty looking one to the back of Kojima's head. Follow that Stormbreaker to get the win. But as you said, Osprey was bumping all over the place, taking all sorts of crazy bumps, uh, trying to make Kojima look awesome. Yeah. And he really it was did. successful. Yeah. This next match I thought was wildly fun. Uh, Shingo Takagi versus uh, Roshi Tanahashi. Uh, man, my knees hurt watching this match. Cause that's all it was. It was, you know, Tanahashi's for a while now they've, they've sold his, his bad knees. Mm-hmm. And everybody, every every story that's told these days is basically some some bad guy targeting his knees, and so uh, he was going after Takagi's knees here in response. Yeah. And so it was just a ton of like dragon screw leg whips yeah. and over and over moves. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah. I mean that's that's a huge part of Tanahashi's offense is employing the dragon screw leg whips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who could withstand more shots to the knee? There is a. a when uh, Shingo hits him with Main Japan, that looked nasty. It looked like Tanahashi landed right at the top of his he head. Did. Yeah, that looked really ugly. Yeah, that scared me for a second. That kept it bad. Uh, he shook it off. Uh, ends up getting the win after countering Last of the Dragon to a spling, sling blade. Sorry, Follows with a high fly flow. Dragon suplex. That gets him a two. Goes back up. Another high fly flow. Uh, really fun match, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. Uh, uh, one other mm-hmm. note here. Yeah. Uh, at last night's Road to New Beginning show. Kind of a kind of a spoiler alert if people wait a day yeah. to watch this stuff. So yeah. like I don't know, ten, fifteen seconds. Yeah. Maybe longer than that. All right, Jay White came back. Attacked yeah. uh, Tomohiro Ishii uh at the conclusion of the show. Mm. Uh so I guess I you know, maybe his uh, profile on uh, New Japan's website will, will go back up. They'll restore that. So yeah, I mean it, it was it had been reported before that I think the wrestling observer mentioned that and then he confirmed it again on Twitter he signed a seven year was it a seven year deal yeah I think so in, in 2018. 2018 so he's gonna be around he's got like four more years on that then ton of years yeah Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah. Uh, well, who uh, also... contract is on is has soon to expire. Steve, who is this? Cesaro is uh, he's going to be a free agent uh, after shortly after WrestleMania. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. Not quite the landscape now that it was maybe a year yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, wrestling the... wrestling Inc had that story. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, whether he sticks around, whether he uh, explores other opportunities. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a, a pretty significant market for his talents because he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm wondering if it's one of those things where, you know, like you've like you've noted, he's he's been a tag specialist for <laughs> the past like five years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always the guy. He's always a guy people point to. It's like, hey, man, this guy should be doing a lot more. Um, and it all depends on what his his priorities are. You know, yep. if he if yep. if he's unhappy with the role that he's been playing. Uh, then he might go seek other stuff uh, if he's happy. I mean, I don't know, man. The guy, he's hes on TV most of the time. 
Uh, is he ever in like a big title scene? Maybe not. I mean, usually he's in a tag title scene if he's in anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. From my point of view, he's had a really damn good career by mm-hmm. anybody's measure in mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it as good as some fans of his would like it to be in terms of like the recognition and the title stuff and the big matches? Maybe not. But, you know, it, it's, it's up to him. I think that he's got any, any wrestler would love to have a Cesaro career. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, let's talk about CM Punk. Did you know he's coming back to TV maybe, Steve? Yeah, dude. He uh, re-signed with WWE, right? Is that right? No, no, no. no. Uh, Stephen what promotion? Amell. What promotion? Uh, uh, Stephen Amell Wrestling. Um, <laughs> so Stephen Amell took to... S-A-W, nice. Yeah, took to Twitter yesterday to post, quote, Welcome, CM Punk to Heels on Stars. He was a little rusty in the ring yesterday, but I assured him it was just like riding a bike. Yeah, it was a picture of Stephen Amell CM Punk in a wrestling ring. So uh, Heels, uh, Stars has this TV show about wrestling with Stephen Amell. So I don't know if it's, if it's CM Punk joining as some sort of consultant advisor or if he's going to be actually on the show. Oh, I man. haven't seen anything yeah. else about it. Uh, but that's pretty cool. He's all about he's all about that acting now, man. He was in the that has it been like one horror movie or two horror movies. He's been now? a couple. I think he's been I a couple. He's been in, I, think, I think he's been in a couple of them. So right now, according to the Heels Wikipedia page, uh, number one, the show is about two brothers and rivals, one a villain, a villain or heel in the ring, the other a hero or face, mm-hmm. play out in scripted matches as they war over their late father's wrestling promotion, vying for national attention in small town Georgia, starring the aforementioned Stephen Amell, Alexander Ludwig, uh, I don't know any of these other people. So. Oh, so back in October. And Phil Brooks. Wow, 2017. Mm. Um, Wrestling Inc. had a story about CM Punk uh, doing a, a screen test or an, yeah, a screen test for a role in this show. Yeah. Uh, it was given the order back in February of 2017. Wow. Oh, it was paused in October of 2020 after Amel sustained a back injury. Ah. Oh, so, wow. The injury, it says here, the injury came after Amel had recovered from COVID-19. Yeesh. Wow. 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 So, maybe, oh, I know this guy. This guy was in the, one of the dudes from The Wires in this. Oh, really? Yeah, Chris Bauer. I remember, I remember oh. seeing him in the four seasons of The Wire that I watched. Oh, James Harrison's in this. <laughs> the football player. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Do I know any of these other faces here? I don't know who that guy is. And she looks vaguely familiar. Kelly Berglund? Mm. Oh, she's been in a bunch of Disney stuff. Maybe I saw oh. it back in the day when the kids used to watch that stuff. So, cool. Right on. Heels. I'll watch that. We'll do some yeah, reviews. We'll do, we'll do some reviews on Heels, man. Yeah, maybe we'll review the whole first season. There you go. Uh, anyways, uh, is that it for the news? Yeah, raw preview again. Uh, will the fallout? Will be the fallout following Royal Rumble? That's it. Hold on, man. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the real bottom of there this. There was absolutely nothing on WWE.com when I checked right before we started. This was on WWE's Twitter. Yeah, no, I'm going to WWE's Twitter right now too. Uh, here we go, WWE. All right, here's the official word. Uh, you know it, nothing. There is nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. That's it. There's nothing. That's it. Let's answer some questions. All right. Anthony, if you could book a mini rumble of uh, food mascots, which ones are in? Who get? Who goes over? Who is the Iron Man? Who gets most eliminations? The winner is the Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Burger King. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't want to give any, any shine to Mac tonight? He is a moon. He is a moon, yes. Like a celestial being. Yeah. Uh, you know, he could be the Iron Man. Moons big men sky. never big men never win rumbles. That's true. He's he'll get know, most moon, eliminations. <laughs> the moon's in the sky, day or night. Sometimes can't actually see the moon, but it's there. It's there, yeah. Oh, so Iron Man. Okay, yeah. Good. Iron Man. Most All eliminations. Right. Uh Grimace. Wow. He's heavy, the, heavy the, McDonald's the, presence. The powerhouse mm-hmm. of this of this rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh who's who's the up and coming guy who will probably win it next year? <laughs> Has there been a newer? Uh, I feel like food? Jack in the Box is the most. Re- I mean, he's been around for like ten years or so. The yeah. newer Jack in the Box campaign. I feel like that's Jack. 
All right. Del All Taco right. has a dude on their uh, on their Instagram really? feed. I, it's not he's not like really a mascot. He's just a guy uh, who does like a, the funny thing that he does. Oh, all right. I can't really explain it. I think he's he's supposed to be like a like an influencer. It's like gotcha. a gag, like he's an influencer. Gotcha. Uh, B man Patrick Sparks says, "Who will be the number one contender elimination chamber match? Who will be in it? Sorry for SmackDown men's and Raw women's. So, so it's going to be people? Daniel Bryan. Yeah." Uh, who else is on SmackDown? Biggie, Big E's gonna be in it. Seth, Seth's gonna be in it. Uh, who else is on SmackDown? Uh, Cesaro, Cesaro. Uh, Nakamura, assuming he's not actually challenging Reigns for the title. Nakamura, and then maybe Dolph. I know he's a tag champion, but he was there at the Rumble last night. Otis, Otis will be in there. Oh yeah. Otis. Uh, Raw Women's. We got Charlotte, Rhea, Rhea, uh, uh, Shayna Nia. Yeah, Lacey Evans probably. Lacey Evans and Alexa, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that's six. Six for each. Uh, the Wild Dude come up with a bracket of eight mixed match challenge teams, with each team having one main roster person. Uh, and a NXT NXT UK person, uh, my team would be Dolph versus Tony Storm. I'm not going to do eight because that's too let's many. Each, let's each pick one team. Let's like each who, pick one great team. Who we think would be the best team possible. All right. You want to pick first or do I pick first? You could pick first. I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, good pick. Raquel Gonzalez, and I'm going to pair her on main roster. Well, you get first pick a main roster. How about that? All right. Uh, I'll go Drew McIntyre. Oh, wow. Good pick. Um, I'll have Raquel Gonzalez team up with, you know what? I'm going to do this. Instead of picking a main roster, I'm going to go with a legend. I'm going to go with Kevin Nash. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're both diesel. That's good. That's good. That's real good. All right, hold on one second. Let me pull up the, the roster here. I got Who did you choose again? Oh, you, choose, you chose Drew. Drew. Drew McIntyre. And whom? Uh, I mean, ideally, I know Rhea Ripley is probably technically on the main roster now, but until she shows up on Raw tonight, she's still NXT. So give yeah. me Drew oh, and wow. Rhea Ripley. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, White Brownie, with both Daniel Bryan and Nakamura having killer promos leading up to the Rumble and calling out Roman, do you see one of them getting that spot, or does Vince already have somebody else in mind? Uh, Nakamura will, if he has a feud with Rowan, will be on the build to Mania, not at Mania. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan, I don't know. I mean, the more I think about the like the primary reason I chose him to win the Rumble is because he was at the top of the betting odds. Like I see the story there, but at the same time, he's he's on his way out. You know, this is his last year as a full time wrestler. He's part of the creative team. I know Edge is mm-hmm. too, but still, mm-hmm. and. It seems like Daniel Bryan's primary motive on the way out the door is put as many people over as possible. Yeah. Those are all good reasons. He's got, and his story is so, it, it's actually perfectly fit for the head of the table stuff. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really play up Daniel Bryan's family stuff. He always looks like he's one step closer to being retired. They could mm-hmm. do a career match. There's a lot you could do there. Um, I chose him for the reason you mentioned, betting odds. The reason... Uh, the the, the storyline uh, ideas and the fact that look at who Roman is facing. I mean, Jey Uso is kind of different, but uh, he's a smaller dude compared to Roman. Uh, Kevin Owens kind of fits the same Daniel Bryan mold. It's just Daniel Bryan is, has had a bit better of a career than Kevin Owens, so it makes sense. He's the WrestleMania. He'd be the WrestleMania guy. It makes sense. A lot of Daniel Bryan makes sense. The only reason I actually didn't choose Brock Lesnar, however, is because Dave Meltzer said, like, I don't know, a couple within the past week or so that Brock hadn't signed, wasn't signed mm-hmm. with the company. Plus mm-hmm. there were no plans for him to be at the rumble. Yeah. So I was like, okay, then it's clearly not going to be him. And I think it was after they had like Meltzer had said they've chosen a winner, but Brock's not scheduled to be at the rumble. Now I know sometimes you take various wrestling journalists with a grain of salt and Meltzer's yeah. no different. Yeah. Um, but to me, I kind of figure that, okay, well, yeah, they could pull off a surprise, but I'm not willing to risk you know, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. So yeah, and like I said yesterday, I think it, for me it was down to Brian and Edge. And if we had a more clear cut 
if there was a winner of of that Daniel Bryan AJ match, that would have whoever won that match. Like Daniel Bryan had won that match, I would have picked Edge. It was it was literally down to that. Oh, if it was a straight up, yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. it was a straight up one on one and Daniel Bryan won on the on the road to the Rumble, I would have picked Edge to win. Uh, I, yeah, because I, I, then I would have thought that AJ would have eliminated Daniel Bryan and crushed his Mania dream in yeah. you know his payback for beating him on SmackDown and Edge would have won to win because I figured AJ was going to eliminate one of them. For me, it was more. I, I still might have gone with Daniel Bryan even if he won, just because he's lost so much lately. And that to me is like, okay, they're showing us that he can win mm-hmm. to make it believable that he'd win the Rumble. So I probably still would have gone with Daniel Bryan, but who knows? The Wild Dude. Oh, no, we already did him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, NJWP, predict your night one and night two main events for WrestleMania. Night two. It's going to be uh, the Tribal Chief. It's going to be yeah. Roman versus. I, I think it might be Roman versus Brock. I can see be. that being the case. And night one will probably be Edge and, and Drew. Edge versus Drew McIntyre, yeah. Uh, Although night two, I saw this on Twitter. I, I, my apologies for not remembering who posted this, but uh, night two is on the eleventh. That had been ten years to the day. I think he had to retire. Oh wow! Oh, that's going to be the thing then. Yep, because he'll probably win that title. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's either ten years to the day he had to retire, ten years from his last Mania match or his uh, Mania twenty seven match. Uh, your mom ate my acid. Oh, Would no, go- well, April 11th was the day he retired. There you go. Would going in Raw ever consider collaborating with Dave Knows Wrestling? I do not know who that is, but we can research and 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 maybe reach out. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Epic Quest, what do you think the future of Royal Rumbles will hold when legends and other big-name wrestlers retire? How do you think they will stay exciting, or do you think they will become less special over time because we have seen it all as far as Rumbles go uh no i don't think they'll become less exciting i mean uh yeah having the the debuts the returns are always fun but i think more than anything else rumbles offer a storytelling platform that's different than anything else wwe does in terms of weaving stories in and out over the course of one long match and one and when done right like the women's rumble last night it's fantastic and it's mostly because of how they told the story of the match. I mean, it was cool seeing Victoria uh, and, and Jillian Hall and, and 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 Rhea, you know, coming from NXT. But uh, it's all it's all how they tell the story of the match itself. That's what still makes it exciting to me. It's way it's way yeah exactly. It's the people that are that are doing the hard work right now. It's fun to see them tell stories. Um, you know, the, there was that 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 side-by-side shot that somebody took of uh, of Charlotte's appearance in NXT when Bianca was trying to get in that mix. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they put that next to the same three people in the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. on the next, you know, on the bigger stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a year later. That kind of stuff to see progression, stories, you know, if there's been a brand split since the last time two people met up and we get to see them together. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like all the little stories that they tell. Mm-hmm. And I think exactly. that's stuff that they can just keep on telling and telling and telling. I don't think yep. that'll ever stop happening. Nope. Nope. Uh, Connor says, let's say it isn't obvious who Edge faces at Mania. Who would you book in the chamber matches for Raw and SmackDown? So we already did SmackDown, so we need a book. A raw chamber match for number one contender. So you'd have Riddle, Randy, Lashley, Randy, AJ, plus three, uh, Sheamus, um, and Keith Lee. We need one more. That's six. One, two, wait, Randy, who'd you say first? Oh, crap. Riddle, Lashley. Oh, I didn't get Riddle. Okay, Sorry, then that Riddle. is six. Yeah. All right. One last point about the Rumble 2. My favorite thing is a rumble. New Japan Rumble got me into Wrestle Kingdom, the first one that I watched. Uh, you and I can go once COVID's over or in the past or whatever. We can go to any high school gymnasium mm-hmm. wrestling show. If there's a rumble, we'll have a good time. If they have a rumble, it's usually the funnest match of the show because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, there's some like veterans from whatever promotion that is teachers i guess and then there's the students from the school with their you know budget dollar store gimmicks coming out mm-hmm. you know ref- wrestling as if they've been wrestling they probably just started two weeks ago um it's so much fun and they always tell little goofy stories mm-hmm. and that it's just bite-sized stuff low attention span steve loves that stuff yeah uh 
Jason Lewis, with tomorrow being Groundhog Day, which day of wrestling would you like to experience every day, potentially for eternity? What day of wrestling? Yeah. Would you like to experience every day? When we went to WrestleMania 31, every day I get to see Seth cash in. Oh, could you imagine? That's a great answer. The euphoria every day, getting that euphoric uh, feeling. That'd be terrific. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, Greg Morris, could the fiend being burned alive allow for Cena to be released from whatever he is in? Have Bray mm. do a promo mentioning that? That's a possibility, too. That's a good one. You know, yeah, him being burned alive might have opened up some doors there. That's good. I like that. Danny says, so Orton's face was still messed up from the burns on Monday, but then at the Rumble, he's perfectly fine. Uh, what do you think is the kayfabe wizardry behind that? Aloe. Mm-hmm. He said first-degree burns. Yeah, it's just some, you know, a nice, nice cream that he puts mm -hmm. on his nose. He's some fine. aloe gel, yes. Some aloe gel, exactly. Uh, Noob and Company, do you think Asuka and Charlotte Flair's rivalry would go full circle at WrestleMania 37? No, I don't. It because should. It and should. Asuka should get her win, but I have a feeling it's not going to happen. I have no reason to believe that they have any interest in pursuing stories with Asuka. Yeah. And it it's sucks. It's It's, it's terrible. Um, they, it's, it, they just seem to, you know, they use her when they need her and she does great work, like better work than 99% of the company. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why they think that she can, can, can only be used in a very limited manner. It's, it's frustrating. It really um, is frustrating. As being a big fan of Asuka. Yep. But no, yep. I don't think they're going to give her the kind of... I don't think that they're going to be... They don't know how to do that. Anthony Tobias says, will we see Rhea show up for Raw, or does she have one more run at NXT? She's on Raw. I have a feeling she's, she's going to be Raw. on Raw. She's going to be on Raw. I would assume she's going to be on Raw tonight, but who knows? Who? Let me ask you this. Steve here has a question. Yes, Steve. Is there anybody that appeared in the Rumble at... Like Damian Priest... Is he yeah. a lock to be a Raw guy? Is anybody? Are they going to bring anybody to SmackDown? Santana Garrett. Because you're right, and that Raw needs the ratings boost. They're so stale lately. But I would assume just new talent is kind of like that's I would not really the problem. Assume Rhea, yeah, is a shoe in for Raw. Mm -hmm. Feels like it, yeah. Uh, Priest. I don't know. I honestly yeah. don't know. I mean, there's he good matchups. Like, he there's feels good matchups like a for him raw guy. Shows. He does. But, but they then, also have, like... Why wouldn't she want a Damian Priest-Baron Corbin feud for the next six months? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a Damian Priest-Baron uh, 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 Corbin dog food feud, please? Mm -hmm. A dog feud? Um, yeah, I mean, because they sort of have impressive big man with Keith Lee. They have a lot of impressive big men on Raw. I mean, they got to the bring Dijak's some of that there love. too. Not that he ever actually shows off the impressive <sighs> stuff he can do, but he's there. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. I feel like from a creative standpoint, uh, Damian Priest would probably be better off on SmackDown. Here's the, you know, the annoying thing is that you and I could come up with like 50 great reasons to put him on SmackDown and like maybe one to put him on Raw. He's going to be on Raw. You know, it's one of those things probably. where it's like, man, he really should, he, he should be on, uh, on SmackDown, but he's going to mm -hmm. end up being on Raw. Tim Morris, how do you save Alistair Black and Andrade from their creative black hole? Put them in interesting stories and have them get some wins. That's really it. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Hold on a second. Ah, breaking news. What? <laughs> what? Go, to, go to Del Taco's Instagram account. Oh, my the goodness. The Enforcer is on Del Taco's Instagram account. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's that's amazing. That's terrific. That's so good. He put the link in the Twitch chat here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, oh, we got a new patron also, George Calloway. Thank you so much. So yeah, no, I think they they'll they'll, they'll probably put him on Raw just because they got three hours. Oh, the enforcer. <laughs> that's so awesome. Isn't that great? Uh, yeah, Alistair Black and Andrade, dude. I don't I mean, like. Look, I love. I love both these guys. They're they're so terrific. Alistair Black to me is the most bizarre 
Absolutely, but him and him and his wife, him and 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 Zelina Vega. I mean, at least they used her. But it's the most bizarre situation. I know, man. Where that dude, they put him in a, I don't know whose stupid ass idea it was to put him in a room for a year. But that was the dumbest, dumbest gimmick for a guy. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. And you know, even when he debuted, they had him in a tag team, a carryover thrown together tag team with Ricochet. Yeah, and then they put him in a room for a year after that. You have a clean slate with the guy. He looks like a million bucks. He looks like the most legitimate guy on your roster. And you put him in a, and he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. And you put him in a room for a year. Man, that's up there with Bob Roode. It's up there with Roman Reigns for four years in terms of just missed opportunities mm-hmm. and just bungled creative. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre yeah. to me, dude. Panda Police Club, what storyline or potential storyline coming out of the Rumble excites you the most? Uh, They got Bianca Belair, that huge Rumble win. I want to see the follow-through. I want to see if they take it to its logical conclusion, her winning the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yep. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see her with uh, I want I want to see Sasha and Bailey work their magic in terms of taking her to that next level, you know, where she's undeniable. Um, I want to see that, uh, you know, like like Bret Hart did for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. Um, yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I want to see uh. I mean, right now, this it's fairly unclear who Roman's going to face at Mania. Mania. I'm really curious about. I, I want to see Edge and, and Drew square mm-hmm. off, man. You know, start mixing it up a little bit. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Luis asks, uh, "How would you book a Carlito Carlito comeback angle?" Uh, he's just really frustrated that he's not allowed to spit in anybody's face who isn't cool mm-hmm. or who doesn't want to be cool. And uh, people keep on taking the apple away from him. And uh, he was a really funny dude, though. I really like Carlito. And then it was uh, weird. Like, with Carlito, like, he was hilarious. And then, like, he just stopped having personality. Yeah. He just shut down. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Dope says, Drew has wins over Brock, Randy, and now Goldberg. Is John Cena next? Well, I, as Cena would tell it, no. So I guess the question is... Edge next. I guess we'll find out tonight. Hopefully, we'll find out tonight. Although I, th- I suspect they're going to make a big deal about the actual decision. Yeah, um, I think they're make a big deal about that. But you're right. It, it Raw desperately needs Edge's ratings. They mm-hmm. des- desperately mm-hmm. need mm-hmm. that. They need an mm-hmm. they need an infusion of something interesting. They need an injection of something. because here's yes. the thing: Edge Edge versus Drew is way better than. Any of those six names we mentioned that are that could be in the elimination chamber, mm-hmm. he's better than all that. And then over there on the other side, Roman versus any of those guys is great. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really is. Yeah, totally, totally. You know, they could they could do with. Uh, it might not be a situation where both chamber matches are necessarily number one contender matches. They could have. A chamber match for the Raw Women's Title. Have Charlotte win it there. Last year they did it for a ta- they did a tag team elimination yeah. chamber, and then they did I think the SmackDown Women's Title number one contender. Mm-hmm. No, it was the Raw because Shayna won it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it, it's in, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's entirely about they could do they could do a six pack challenge at Fastlane Roadblock. What is it? Fastlane. Fastlane. Fastlane no. Fastlane. Or they could yeah. just do you know. Wow, how about this? Qualifying matches. Do like tournament. a mini tournament. A little mini Do tournament. Do a tournament. Determine Roman's challenger. Do a tournament. That'd be great. I don't like tournaments. Oh, tournaments are great. <clears throat> uh, Fetterman and Jim Brewster for Senate <laughs> asks. I'll have to see who those people are. Make sure I'm okay saying that. How do you feel about Goldberg now? If this is a routine where he puts wrestlers over, but the actual dread he might win is still there, can make a biting combo. I was on the edge of my seat. I'll tell you what. I was, I was anxious during that match for two reasons. One, I, you know, uh, I wanted Drew to win, 
because I didn't think Goldberg with the title was going to be that intriguing television on the road to WrestleMania. Two, I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. Yeah, that's the big thing. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Can we talk about the balls on uh, the Enforcer for choosing Goldberg to win the Rumble? That was amazing. Can yeah. we come up with a title to reward the ballsiest choice? <laughs> Okay, on so any like, of seven certain it, predictions. Let's call it the manic title. <laughs> yes, yes, the manic title. I and love it. You get it. it. You get it. You earn it when you put a ton of confidence points on a match that's far from certain, and you and you get it. <laughs> I love it. What a great idea. What a still great idea. I still know I put six confidence points on, on <laughs> Manic puts, to retain. It's funny because it was sort of like towards the beginning part of the match that we all realized what a huge choice that was for you to make. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you really have six confidence points? It's the exhibition title. They like to flip these winners like, all the time. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, that's great. Hey, this is a great question from Jonathan, the Steve Hunter. Are old men the modern era heels? Yeah, man, I feel like old men, they're like, you know, I mean, kind of in life too, but just in gen- in wrestling for sure. These days in WWE, ah, you old people are disrespectful. Oh, no, the boomer is coming back. Oh, uh, here's a... Uh, oh, Greg Morris had a good question um, about... Where is it? So, uh, since every Roman title defense has been a stipulation match, is Daniel Bryan the best choice for his mania opponent? The story could be Roman able to beat someone clean. Daniel Bryan's wanted to do a hair versus hair match for a very long time. Mm. <laughs> they could a hair versus hair match. That's so that's so goofy. Yeah, but yeah, all of Roman's matches are like stipulation matches. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I still think a career match would be good because <clears throat> then Daniel Bryan can go away, uh, be dad, and then just come back. They'll just write him back somehow. Mm-hmm. Come back on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Daniel, what's Daniel Bryanson doing in the? Uh... I mean, Brian Danielson. Danielson. He said, what's the American Daniel Dragon Bryanson. doing in the Impact Zone? There you go. <laughs> yeah, he debuts in Impact. Boy, that'd be a hell of a Tuesday. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.